this is a documentary called All Light Everywhere. This is a documentary that was written and directed by Theo Anthony. And he went into this documentary. We, we, we both watched this at Sundance this past year. And so it's now getting a, a wider release and uh, by Super LTD. And this documentary, Theo Anthony went into it. You can kind of tell he had a bit of a goal here with this movie where coming out of the Freddie Gray murder and a lot of the police brutality that we've been seeing uh, kind of more than ever because of the proliferation of social media. Of course, we had uh, George Floyd last year and we had Breonna Taylor. We, we just have all these instances where continuously the police are inflicting harm on people, on black people. And there's this call to be to hold the police accountable. And so one of the things we've been seeing over the last six years to ramp up efforts to de-escalate violence is to have police officers wear body cameras. And that's where this documentary comes in. And Theo Anthony had the idea where he was kind of looking into the body camera industry, how it works. And he was initially intrigued by the fact that, hold on, wait a minute, one of these companies called Axon is a, is a weapons company. Like, the, I think it was Axon that was the weapons company, but one of the companies like producing the body cameras also makes weapons. And so he started to see a bit of a, a an interesting, you know, it kind of raised his eyebrows a bit and it kind of made him wonder, what is the, the underlying thesis behind these body cameras? How are they being utilized? And as he sort of uncovers that in this documentary, we see really this proliferation of a surveillance state and a lot of biases in favor of using body cameras or weaponizing them in a way to actually hold the police less accountable in ways that you see as you watch this documentary. And I, I found this documentary to be pretty fascinating, kind of a hard watch in certain places, I'll be totally honest. But what did you think of All Light Everywhere? Yeah, I mean, that was the one that was pushing for us to cover it on the show, just because I know um, when I thought back on the movies from Sundance this year, that, that really just sunk under my skin and made some sort of indelible impact. This is certainly one of them. Uh, maybe because I wasn't really sure what to expect from this. I hadn't seen Rat Film, Theo Anthony's previous film. But uh, I, I have, I, I think I've seen other movies that are sort of like influenced from it. I, I know like the style is very individual to him, but does seem like it is uh, paving a way for documentaries to be uh, filmed or, or from a new perspective, fittingly enough, uh, in, in documentary films moving forward. And uh, I just remember when I saw it at the festival, I was like basically like on my last leg, just like barely keeping up at that point like i was probably like at least 30 films deep into the festival so i saw it pretty late at night and i, I wasn't 100 sure if i could finish it but as it went along it just really sunk in to the point where like by the end of it i just felt wide awake completely wired in a way that uh i was just ramming it uh just thinking so much about like what the film is saying how it's uh tackling this topic in a way that's like Broad reaching, but it's also, as you're suggesting, like fairly specific, very pointed, has a very key perspective that it wants to say. 
but it is allowing itself to also kind of ask some bigger questions that that really I found to be a fascinating, worthwhile watch. And uh, I, I think it is pretty fittingly damning of the subjects that it wants to be damning towards, but it's also asking some other questions that uh, really just allow you to have a uh, curious uh, perspective on objectivity and surveillance culture in a way that uh, is making it one film that I've thought about a lot throughout this past year. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, this is a movie about power, right, as you're watching it. And it, it's about the power of who decides what quote-unquote objectivity is. And that's that's the thing I do like about it. It is something that has stuck with me a bit more than I personally anticipated when I... Because like you, I mm-hmm. watched this, yeah, at the tail end of Sundance, and I was, I was exhausted. I, I especially like how the movie... This isn't like a, a Michael Moore kind of documentary where it's really aggressive in kind of trying to like provoke a reaction out of you. And I, I'm not trying to like talk any smack about Michael Moore or anything. He has his filmmaking style. He has his movies or whatever. To me, this one I think is valuable in a different way where it's way more subtle about how it is to what you're saying, kind of like lambasting these private surveillance companies. Like there's like this one, uh, I think like the first, I think it's Axon as well. It's Forgive me because it's been a little bit of time. So I don't remember a lot of the details, but I remember like just how totally uh, like hypocritical like some of these companies are like we see them kind of talking about like oh you know we we designed this building so that we can see what everybody is doing at all times we we believe in transparency transparency is like super important to us and then at the end of the tour yeah. they're like oh but sorry no there's this blocked out area you know you can't oh yeah it's called the black box and you can't you can't look into it nobody can see what's going on in there and you're just mm-hmm. as the viewer being like okay right yeah and what i love about that scene too is that it's also like It's doing something where it's just obviously showing like how he's trying to like perceive his own image or like, you know, like just like he's constantly asking for feedback and like just like, oh, should I do it like this? Like coming in from an an angle where it's like clearly he like wants to sell an image in a certain way. And uh, it is like pretty nakedly transparent, which is obviously fitting of the film. But it also just without like really forcing anything, just lets him kind of just say everything we need to know from him as a person, just from watching how he wants to perceive or he wants us to see him uh and it just uh yeah it just shows that theo anthony i think it's a very interesting filmmaker and uh i mean obviously i think in addition to everything we're talking about this is a film in a way about filmmaking as well because is there any real way to have objectivity in filmmaking is a question that the film is obviously i think asking in many respects uh even from him uh in a way that uh could be a little like i guess oblique but it ends a way that that feels fairly hopeful unexpectedly so i i, I think what it's saying about their, I guess it could have been a little bit more explored from that angle, but the fact that the film is talking about so much in a fairly short span of time, I am willing to be forgiving. I, I'm, I can forgive the film for not diving that as, into that aspect as much, but um, it is something that also raises a lot of interesting questions as well. I, I like this movie a lot when, you know, you can tell Anthony's trying to get his point across. And, you know, I, I like those sequences, those scenes. The movie kind of loses me when it gets a little bit too abstract and it starts to feel a bit like a dissertation. And it just, I don't know, it kind of buries itself in the weeds. I like this movie more when it's just sort of like evaluating the information, dense as it is, and sort of like <laughs> bringing light to it. Like, for example, I think that it he does a good job of like presenting their side of the argument of well, why should body cameras be 
less sharp and enhanced in high definition. And they try to present this argument of like, well, you know, that's how the cop is seeing it. And so we want it to be objective because if we showed you like a 360 degree angle, if we had like, you know, infrared and heightened details, it would be unfair because then this stuff is used in evidence of court of like if the police acted wrongly or if the police uh, the cop in particular was unjustified in using violence. And the movie doesn't like outright say this, I don't recall, but I remember thinking while watching that being like, well, isn't that the point? Like these cameras should capture exactly what is going on. And if the police officer fell short of that and wasn't able to like deal with that, then they should be reprimanded at least in some way of like, well, clearly this was a situation where, you know, First of all, like we see the world in very high definition, right? Like, I don't know, it, it felt like it was a company with an agenda of trying to sort of like protect bad apples. And I like that the movie didn't like say it like too aggressively. So you felt like it was preachy. It was actually just sort of like provoking you to think for yourself in these cases and kind of like make your own conclusions. But yeah, just to reiterate, I thought the movie just got, a, it became a bit too of a mosaic. And so like, I don't know, there were certain like threads of it that I didn't feel I, I got a total grapple on. That could be that me being more frustrated by it and perceiving it as a mess when it could have been a little bit more of a cohesive feel that I just didn't pick up on. However, I will say that that is something where you and I tend to differ on movies like you like tree of life and I don't you know that like that kind of filmmaking style sometimes loses sure. me but yeah what, what do you think yeah I mean that's basically what I was going to add which is that I can understand that if you wanted something that had a little bit of a tighter thesis I can understand that um, something like this can be a little bit too uh, varied or it's trying to do a little bit too much with uh, so little amount of time but I, at this point in my life at least and I guess uh for the past few years, if we're talking Tree of Life, um, I, I tend to value a film that is willing to really paint with a broad stroke and like talk about a lot of things at once and maybe not tackle everything with the same weight and honesty rather than something that just is so keenly focused on one topic or issue and doing it like fairly well, but not really having as much to say or causing as much thought or provocation. So uh, I, I ultimately do value a film like this that is able to really dive into a lot of things at once, uh, kind of get its own head a little bit too much in a way that I ultimately find admirable. Some people might find it a little uh, too excessive, but what can you do? I like what I like, and this is a film I like. For sure, for sure. And it's a film I like, but with caveats, for sure. And I, I think it's because I think the material that I like, I like so much that I ultimately come out recommending it because, like I've said, I mean, I just... I think that when this movie is talking about objectivity and how objectivity is becoming like a product, like it's, it becomes something that people are selling, there's just something so inherently fascinating about that to me. And I think that like getting into the details is definitely valuable because you're able to say like, here is how, like, here is the science behind like our, our optic nerve and how like four people can look at a situation, have a completely different takeaway. And that can be very scary, but you know, it can also be kind of humbling too. 
yeah, I love the stuff like that where it is able to just like focus so keenly on like something like that that is a detail that I think most filmmakers would probably just ignore, but it's it's clearly something that Theo Anthony finds interesting and wants to incorporate. And uh, you know, some people just may be like, I don't know what's the point of adding that in, but for me, it's just like that's the key to the whole thing. That's what makes it really so fascinating, interesting to me, and it just shows that I think Theo Anthony is just going to have a pretty amazing filmmaking career if he continues on this trajectory. I totally agree. You know, I think that I, I think this movie is very insightful and we're probably, you know, it's, it's difficult because I know this subject matter is extremely contentious. You know, you have one side that feels like the police are being unfairly, you know, targeted and are kind of under an existential threat by like the culture because the culture is demanding, you know, in some cases, police be defunded, police be abolished. I mean, there's fringe elements that are kind of all over the place on that. There's some people who are like, we just we just need to fix this problem. And then on the other side, people are feeling feeling like we we have to make sure that the police don't go away and that no no you're you're overblowing it and like there's this big debate you know going on and you know I certainly have my opinions on it and I think this documentary clearly like Anthony isn't trying to hide behind what his stance is or anything but I do appreciate that he is like exploring well you know even the solutions like solutions with good intentions ones that can make everybody happy in theory certainly have to be evaluated and they have to be dissected and shared and so if a movie like this can sort of educate people on some of this material you know or make people rethink a position they had before or affirm something that they believe but we're, we're sure how to articulate it to others and then have like the tools necessary to sort of uh, talk to people about this in good faith and actually discuss ways where these problems can be addressed. Yeah, I think that this documentary can be very, very helpful in that sense. And so I, I hope people give it a chance and don't just sort of view it as a reactionary film. I do not think it is like that at all. I think it actually is pretty thoughtful and meticulous in a way that is as effective for what it is. So Ultimately, I, I come down on a pretty high B minus. I, I think it's worth a watch, but I do think it might be pretty frustrating for some people. And uh, I, I wish that it was a bit tighter, as we've mentioned. But yeah, where do you land? Yeah, I mean, I was hoping it'd be a little bit higher by the end, end of this conversation, but uh, I can understand, you know, it is, you as try. you're suggesting, uh, <laughs> a film that is uh, a little bit uh, um haphazard in terms of just trying to say so many things at one particular time to the point where it might for some people undermine what does effectively in other kind of key uh, smaller pockets of the film. But I don't know, I ultimately found it to be pretty effective uh, in a broad sense, just as, as far as what it is able to say and how much it's able to say as a fairly dense documentary work. Um, as you're suggesting, I think it has a pretty clear perspective as far as wants to, what it wants to say. Uh, I, as the movie suggests, uh, what is really objectivity? I mean, at this point, like, is there any sense of uh, full, clear objectivity? But I think also the movie makes a lot of fine points as far as what it's trying to say about the police state in a way that I found pretty effective and damning. And uh, I ultimately found it to be a pretty major work and one that stuck with me throughout the festival and the weeks prior or weeks to follow, I mean. So uh, I'm going to give it a pretty warm A-. minus. All right. And I'll be honest with you. I'm working on my top films of 2021 so far list since we are getting into the halfway mark of 2021 can't believe that's the case and I, I could genuinely see myself changing it to a b i'm still kind of chewing on it so you know we'll, we'll see about that 
And yeah, I'm glad you like it as much as you do. It's it's definitely, uh, I think, a positive good in the world and one that's worth championing. It has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. The film is, as I mentioned before, being released by Super LTD, which is under Neon, actually. I think it's one of their film divisions. Uh, You can check it out right now in select theaters, I believe. And so definitely check it out if you're interested. It is only 109 minutes long. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Be sure to subscribe to Cinemaholics on your favorite podcast app of choice or find us on YouTube. See you all next time.